Hello, and welcome to On Purpose Faith. I'm your host, Jan Neary. I really hope you enjoy this episode as we journey together on this faith walk. I have a special favor to ask, though. Would you consider promoting and sharing my podcast and checking out the advertised products? I'd really appreciate that. In just a few seconds, this episode will start, so be sure to listen all the way to the end to learn how to connect with me further. I really appreciate you a lot. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, this is Jan Neary, and welcome to On Purpose Faith. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you. You are the reason I am putting these podcasts out. It's to serve you and encourage you. I've been through a lot, and I want my life to make a difference. And if that can help you in some way and encourage you on your journey of faith, I want to be here to do that for you and with you. So because of that, um, I, I don't get any compensation. I don't sell anything here on the podcast, and I don't get any kind of income from the podcast. And so what I've done is I have allowed for advertisers to, to share their messages on my podcast. And, you know, I'd invite you to check out their products um, and see, you, you may find a product that you like and can use or a service or a tool or something that would be a benefit to you. I invite you to check that out. When you do that, um, it will benefit me a little bit financially, and I would certainly appreciate that. There's no obligation to you. You can just check it out and not do anything about it if you so wish. But just so that you know, I do get a little benefit from your interaction with my advertiser. So thank you for that in advance. And so today's topic is a little dicey. Um, I want to talk about positive attitude versus faith. Um, I have, I listen to a lot of stuff, a lot of business podcasts, a lot of um, people that have really been successful in business, in life, and are doing what they love. And I want to follow them. I want to try to glean from them what I can and apply to my life. And, you know, as a Christian woman, I want to honor God in everything that I do. And some people have criticized my listening to people who are not necessarily Christians or coming from a Christian perspective, um, saying that I, I should not be receiving information from them. And so I want to clarify some things here because I think it can be confusing on where is the line? Where do we say, you know, well, we're, it's, we can't just, I mean, we could just live out of the Bible. We could do that, but there is a greater world. And I, I do believe that we are called not just to be, uh, to separate ourselves from the world. We're in the world. We're not of the world. And so I think in my mind, that means that we do read books and listen to people who may not necessarily be following scripture. I do believe that all the, the knowledge of the world, the wisdom of the world is, you know, comes from God in the beginning. Anyway, we just pervert it. 
And so if we can learn to separate that out, we can still benefit and be part of this world without actually being in it and being and having it be a sin to us. And so let's explore this a little bit. So what is the difference between knowledge and wisdom? First of all, let's just clarify that. And the difference is that, of course, knowledge is about having information. Knowledge is about facts and ideas, um, things that we get through studying, maybe research or investigating something we might observe or experience. And then wisdom, of course, is the ability to be able to to understand which aspects of that knowledge are true and right and lasting and applicable to your own life. And so it's, I saw an example where, um, you know, knowledge would, an example of knowledge would be knowing that a tomato is actually classified as a fruit. That's knowledge. Wisdom would be knowing that you wouldn't put a tomato in a fruit salad, right? So, you know, that, that kind of can shed some light on that. So, you know, how, how do we figure this out? We have uh, another, another little dilemma, too, that I think is confusing to people. And that is the difference between salvation and sanctification. So if I read a book from someone written by somebody that is not a Christian, that does not put my salvation in jeopardy. The salvation, my salvation is secure in Christ. When I became a believer, when the Lord spoke to me in my heart, when I went to visit a pastor, I was in deep troubled times and um, he, he, he spoke to me about the church and about what they were doing. I had no idea. I was not in church at all at that time. Um, and frankly, up until that point, I was quite hostile toward anyone who tried to talk to me about Christianity. And uh, so I had to, to my friends urging, I made an appointment with the pastor because I was going through some really tough times. And in that appointment, um, something just convicted me. I mean, I felt I felt like what he was saying was right. I had nothing to base it on. I, I didn't know anything about Christianity, but something in my spirit recognized that it was the truth. I'll never forget it. And um, he he the pastor went to conclude our our meeting together and I just, I couldn't move. And he said, would you, would you like to know more about how to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? And I said, yes. And that day I prayed with him to receive Christ. I didn't understand what I was doing. He said a bunch of words. And all I know is that that's that spirit testified to my heart and I invited it in. And, and I believe I've come to believe and to know and to understand what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross and why that was important and the importance of his blood and um, the sacrifice that was made. And so all, all of those things I now understand, but I did not understand all of that. So the, the process of salvation is instantaneous and it doesn't require that we be able to understand it. 
because if that were, if we had to be able to understand it, then what would those who are mentally challenged do? My pastor, whom I came to have great respect for, used to use an example, and he would say, now I lived in South Carolina at the time, he would say, if we all went down to Myrtle Beach and stood on the beach and we said, okay, let's all get in the water and let's swim to England. And we all got in and we started swimming. Some people would be really good swimmers and they might get out there a mile or maybe two miles. Um, Some people wouldn't make it very far at all. But the truth of the matter is that none of us would make it. And that is where salvation comes in. We cannot make it. We cannot justify ourselves. And so we needed it. We needed it. An intercessor comes to mind, but we we needed somebody to intercede for us to to be that gap filler, to be able to take us. We needed help. We needed a boat to get to England, a rescue boat, as a matter of fact. Um, and, And Jesus is that way. And so that to me was very helpful in starting to understand salvation. But there's the process of sanctification, and sanctification simply means process. It is the process of growth. It's the process of understanding. And it, it was, for me, that process of becoming um, from not really knowing much about Christianity at all and, in fact, being hostile towards it and being you know, very uh, contentious with it to having a full understanding of it and, and being very uh, tenderhearted to the Spirit of God. And so we have those two things in play. So when we come to topics like motivation and inspiration and, um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff out there to help us try to be all we can be. And we, you know, these, these speakers and these people have been very successful. They've used vision boards. They do meditation. They do goal setting, um, you know, all this kind of stuff to to help figure out, you know, how to change their thinking and strategies to refocus. And if you if you take your focus off of God's truth, then you can start to think that this is all about self effort, and that's why I wanted to just kind of talk about this today because, you know, there is a lot of self-effort that we do. Faith is not just, okay, I believe and I'm going to sit here and wait for life to happen. That's not faith. Faith is not tested until you do something. Your faith is not actually activated until uh, you, you do something. You can believe, you can have the knowledge of the airplane that it works and has engines and people get in it and fly and they land and they seem to be okay. You can have that belief. But actually getting on the plane exercises your faith. So when you actually take action on what you believe, which is your faith, then that's when faith is activated. So... If we're looking at vision boards and meditation and goal setting 
and all this kind of stuff to, to help us get to a, you know, maybe we want to be more successful in business. Maybe we want to lose weight. Maybe we want to quit smoking. Um, you know, whatever it is, maybe we want to have better relationships with our family or friends or whatever it is. Um, if we, if we just focus on the vision board or the meditation or the goal setting, then that becomes, that becomes the focus of our faith. And so I hope I'm going to say this correctly. In, in doing that, in the absence of understanding where that information comes from, then we set ourselves up to be in self-effort and in working uh, apart from God. Let me explain it a different way. A lot of times people say money is the root of all evil. We've heard that said a lot. But it's actually the love of money is the root of all evil. Money is only a thing. It can't be evil. It can't cause evil. It's a thing. We are the ones who assign the belief system to it. We, we assign the meaning to it. It's like, it's like any other idol, whether your idol is beauty or wealth or possessions or status or, um, you know, can be all kinds of things. Respect. It can be food. It could be all kinds of things. If, if that is, where we find our peace, our happiness, our joy, our um, our meaning, then that is where the error is. It's not in the thing itself. And this was a hard thing for Paul to explain to um, in the, in Acts in the early days when um, people were eating the meat that was actually intended to be sacrificed. Um, and we have to be careful about the intention of, of what we're doing. So if I, if, if I pray and I say, you know, Lord, I'm struggling in this area of my business. I can't get focused. I can't, you know, I'm struggling with that. And I pray and I'm like, Lord, would you please help me understand, help me learn, help me grow. And then in the course of him showing me these things, he reveals to me that um, or shows me that, hey, I could do a vision board. OK, cool. So I make a really great vision board. But that vision board, I'm understanding God gave it to me. It was his. He gave it to me. And um, that the the focus of my vision board is actually scripture based. And so I am totally understanding uh, that I am progressing. My vision board was developed with the intention of following God in the path of learning to be more focused. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, it's, it's kind of a tricky subject and I may address it again later on when I have more clarity on how to explain it, 
But if you've listened this far, I appreciate you kind of going along with me. I'd love to hear your thoughts on on this topic. Um, it is a tricky one. And I I was just listening to a podcast when I was walking my dog and thinking, you know, this could so be misinterpreted by by people because it sounds so much like self-effort and it sounds so apart from God. But if you have the right intent and the right focus and you understand that God is helping you be transformed because the scripture verse actually that I'm using for this is Romans 12 verses one and two. It says, therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And so for us to be able to present our bodies a living and holy sacrifice and um, to, to renew our mind, yes, the word is very important because we are, that is our plumb line. That is how we measure everything else. So through the scripture, we understand what an idol is. We understand what that means in our hearts and, and how, how we get to having an idol. And we, um, we know we can measure the things that we hear outside of the Bible against the Bible and know how, how to parse that out. And so that this is we do need to be transformed. We do need to renew our minds and we do need um, to be constantly growing and learning. And so um, and then the, the verse three of that says, for the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment. As God has allotted to each of us a measure of faith. And so as we learn and grow, we've all been given a measure of faith. And I think the greater sin is to not use your measure of faith. And so my faith is as strong as it is. Um, if it's if it's strong enough to get on that airplane because I know about the airplane, then I need to do that. If it's strong enough that I I can listen to, um, you know, Tony Robbins and Ed Milet and some of these other guys and and be able to to still be strong in my faith, then I need to step up and do those things and learn what I can learn because it helps me grow and it helps me progress and it helps me to fulfill the purpose that I'm here for. And that is what this podcast is about on purpose faith. So thank you for listening. I um, want to just mention three things that you can do if you are finding these this uh, engaging and entertaining. Number one, please comment. Your comments help me know you better and what is relevant to you. Um, Do you have a similar or different experience in mind? I would really love to hear about it. 
Number two, like, subscribe, and share. My whole goal is to help people like you so that when you like and subscribe and share it, it makes that possible. And then consider becoming a supporting listener. It takes time and resources to put out this podcast, and your support makes sure that I can continue walking the faith walk with you and with others. Thank you in advance. Uh, You can just tap or click the link provided in the description, in the podcast description there on your phone. Um, So I'm Jan Neary. Thank you for listening to On Purpose Faith. Well, that concludes this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If this episode spoke to you, there are three things you can do. Number one, comment. Your comments help me to know you better and what is relevant to you. Do you have a similar or different experience than mine? I'd love to hear about it. Number two, I want to get my podcast out there to share with more people. So please like, subscribe, and share. My whole goal is to help people like you. So when you like, subscribe, and share, it makes that possible. Number three, consider becoming a supporting listener. It takes time and resources to put out this podcast. So just a few dollars each month collectively from each listener can make sure that I continue walking alongside you and others with this podcast. You can donate by clicking the link in this podcast description. Thank you in advance. I'm Jan Neary, and thank you for listening to On Purpose Faith.